0: welcome here inner, inner critic allow me to kick you out the door hi this is judy ray and welcome to wild woman wisdom on NowWithPurpose.com. well have you been having any luck lately taming your inner critic you know i i, I sure hope so it's kind of a, a constant challenge for me But uh, I'm guessing for most of us it's that way, and we all have that to deal with. But I am so happy to welcome a wild woman that has a very good toolbox full of ways to tame your inner critic, Uh, and she's going to share, I hope, a couple of those with us today. Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dream Doctor, she recently earned her doctoral degree in ministerial studies, and she is the best-selling author of seven books, two journals, four oracle decks, and two apps. Her books include I Had the Strangest Dream, It's All in Your Dreams, Dreaming Heaven, Dream Oracle Cards, and the Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. She's also done Chicken Soup for the Soul, and Dreams, and Premonitions, and Dreams, and The Unexplainable, and The Luminous Humanist, which I love, which is a daily uh, forecast. And every day you you get an insight from Kelly, and it's really pretty terrific. She's also a certified clinical hypnotherapist and an international speaker. And her unique approach to dream therapy has led her to become a trusted advisor and a coach and a consultant. But Kelly is joining me today to discuss her latest book, and that is A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, which is already an Amazon bestseller. Kelly, welcome and congratulations. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much, Wild Woman Judy. That's how I have you in my phone. Wild Woman Judy. (laughs) So wonderful to be with you and to be taming and or falling in love with our inner critic so much so that they just melt like just honey. They just melt
0: like butter. Let's start, uh, you know, it was really fun for me to be part of your uh, virtual book launch which was amazing. And I, and I, you know, I I think that's one of the good things to come out of COVID is that we can actually do this. You didn't have to go on the road and yet you still became an Amazon bestseller. Thank you so much
1: with help of people like you and and a lot of people just letting letting everybody know that the book came out. Yeah, it was. I always think when a book comes out, it deserves some kind of a party, whether it be in person or virtually. And definitely one of the one of the gifts of COVID. God knows there's been many tragedies, but one of the gifts of COVID is that we can do so many things virtually together that we never would have imagined we could do.
0: In full disclosure, I've been uh, lucky enough to be in Kelly's writing group, which is Get Her Done, which any of you writers out there that are interested in getting your work done, I suggest you get in touch with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Uh, and and the, you know, what was fun is that during that, that group, you were writing this book, A Crisis is a It's so book, true. Right? right. So we got to be kind of privy to what you were going through at every level. And, right, and, and I really remember one night in particular when you uh were um, reintroducing yourself to the pole, I think uh, <gasps> oh, right, oh and, and you shared... Whoa, speaking of wild woman <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know, you shared um that with us how hard that was for you. and that is a chapter oh. in your bo- book book um that I guess I. am What's the name of that chapter? A Pole? It's Pole Dancing in the Pandemic. Pole Dancing in the Pandemic, right. And Oh, yeah. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Sure. Well, I'll
1: say that um, one of the things I do right off the bat at the beginning of this book is I give people a a little appetizer platter of all the tragedies that show up that are will be in my book or not all of them but a lot of them and and i just wanted to get it all out it's kind of like saying the thing that you don't want it's like the elephant in the room let's just talk about the elephant first and then we can talk about the other thing so i give i i ask the reader to imagine that you're on a date with me and it's our first date and you're asking to get to know me and 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 i say well funny you should ask i've prepared a document for just (laughs) such an occasion and it's a very long scroll and i start with Um, these are some things you should know about me if we're going to have a date beyond this one. And one of those things is my, these are my shame secrets. So one of those is that when I was in my early twenties, 21, actually, I, during my, all my acting days in my, in my twenties, I had over a hundred me too moments, but one was particularly, I would say diabolical and i met a manager that um took me under his wing was gonna make me a star baby and but i believed him he was super credible he had gold and platinum albums all over his his walls he had pictures with every celebrity you could imagine and and he said, if you do exactly what I say, you'll you can have a great career as a singer, dancer, actress. And those are the things I wanted to do. And and so one of the things little by little, it's kind of like, how do you boil a frog? You put him in lukewarm water and then you just gradually turn up the heat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how he did it with me. Eventually, I moved in with him and eventually I was working in a strip club. And that happened. That was supposed to be just for one day. Ended up being for two days. It ended up being for two weeks. And ended up being for a year. And each day I did that. That more and more of my self esteem, my sense of self, my sense of faith in the universe. My it's like it. it, It's not that dancing was such a horrible thing, in and of itself, because some people find a lot of self esteem and self expression in it. So I don't want to just say the whole thing was bad, because it wasn't. I got a lot from that, that I'm grateful for. But what was offensive about that was that I was going against myself and my own kind of moral compass. So that kind of broke me. And that was the beginning of a bunch of other elements on my nitty gritty shitty list that I talk about at the beginning of the chapter, which was relationships that were dysfunctional, being robbed, having to file restraining orders, ending up in relationships with the mafia. No, no longer, so you don't have to be afraid, but <laughs> near-death experiences, a, a, a crash in a hot air balloon in a wild animal park, near-death um, experiences, just a ton. And and people I know and love that, that died suddenly or over long periods of time, all of that basically led me to the wisdom that I wouldn't trade for anything. And eventually I learned to ogle those things, which is my formula for
0: how to transform the tragic into magic. Right. And there I, we go. And I, I, was, I, <laughs> I, I was going to ask you about that because it's a method that you created that alchemizes the challenges in your life, right? and yeah. and And did you use that that night? After you went over to your neighbors, I'm saying a little too much, but oh, right, I forgot to even the- circle back. Right, yeah, oh let's yeah, just circle back. Yeah, back. let me circle back.
1: So during the pandemic, so this is now. 25 years later after i spent that one year in hollywood doing like dancing in a strip club my next door neighbor who is from russia and and speaks very loudly and was like hey cal come pole dance with me sometime and i noticed myself literally twitching and sweating and (laughs) and, uh, uh, shh don't say that loud. Like everyone's going to hear you. And she's totally proud of it because it's become this like with the S factor and Sheila Kelly. And there's so much that it's like a movement of self empowerment for women that it's changed. It's very different than it was back in my day, but during the pandemic, I decided to take her up on her offer. And 25 years later, see see another way of of what a pole dance could be and she entered reintroduced me to the pole I told her what why I had been avoiding her like the plague and she cried with me and was very nurturing and said oh my god I have a very different experience of it the pole is this beautiful, sturdy, it's kind of like a wonderful masculine energy that you can lean on and it will lift you up if you, if you allow it. And all the space around the pole is the feminine and anything can happen. It's the fluid part. And I was like, Oh, I never thought of it in this spiritual, beautiful way before. And so I, I re I spun once again, and I was <laughs> able to do a few tricks. I mean, not to the degree that I used to by any means, but it was, it was a real healing because we can heal a lot energetically, spiritually, emotionally. But there's something about going back to the sort of the scene of the crime and doing something with art that involves our physical body.
0: It really felt like that was a part of the true healing. And so then you use the ogle, which let's just let's just say what that is. O G L E. Yeah. So
1: I took all the many, 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 many tools I have in my toolbox for how to transform a nitty, shitty, gritty situation into something that's kind of pretty and beautiful and uplifting. And I. I consolidated it into this one little tightly packed formula. And you can use this for how to transform a difficult dream, meaning a nightmare, or a waking life nightmare that is, it could be something from your deep past or something that you're in the midst of right now. So O G L E, OGLE, to really look at it. The O stands for what's offensive about this situation. And this is where you have permission to moan and groan and say, oh, this hurt my feelings this scared me with regards to the guy that that manipulated me into stripping for example i i ogle him later instead of him ogling me i got to ogle him and give myself permission to be a victim give myself permission to talk about how how scary and how sad and how broken that may i mean it brought me to the edge of wanting to kill myself i mean it was I wanted to die. So that was about as offensive as it gets. Then you move to the G. The G is is taking quite a leap. It's about looking for what's good mm-hmm. in this situation. And people might look at me like I'm crazy for saying this, but we're not going to get to the alchemy unless we start to look for what's good. And in my case, I got to learn about human behavior. Now there's no one I can judge. There's a depth of soul ache that I've had to heal, which gives me the ability to have deep compassion. We move to the L, which is the looking glass. This is taking it up a little bit of a notch. This is even harder to do where we have to look and see ourselves in that person and their atrocious, offensive behavior. So. Have I ever manipulated? Have I ever been just like that guy? Have I ever, maybe not to the degree of him, but have I manipulated? Of course I have. And then the next level is the finale, which is the E for elevate. Now that we know what's offended us, what's good about it, the looking glass, how do I do that same thing? Or how might I do that same thing? Then I'm in a position to say, okay, now what can I do to elevate, to, to be a slightly better version of myself?
0: Which by the way, I just going to put a little plug in here. We have Wild Woman Wednesday Dream Circles on the first Wednesday of every month. So any of you out there that want to hear what Kelly has to say about your dreams or the whole group, join us. And you can you can find out about that on her website, KellySullivanWalden.com or on mine at uh, WildWomanWisdom.org. Thank I- you, Judy Ray. That's pretty much all the time I have for today. For all of you out there that want to maybe give yourself a gift or someone in your life that is maybe struggling with something, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste is a wonderful gift. And I have to say that that title sounds like it could be a pretty serious book, but Kelly, the way you write is so lighthearted. You bring up really heavy things, but you still get a sense of how resilient she is. And if she can be resilient, so can you. Absolutely. So thank you, Kelly, for being with me here today. And um, thank you for all of you out there that are listening. And you can find more of my podcast at wildwomanwisdom.org. And please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have an inner critic, which I think probably a lot of you do, take my advice and kick him to the curb. I'm taming my inner critic. You have no power over me. Taming my inner critic Knowing my worth has finally set me free